This is Joseph Coco. I'm at Ape 2014 on behalf of Becky Hilburn's art process blog, Keep on Trucking, Natto Soup. If you could introduce yourself, Ben. Hi, my name is Ben. What's been your experience uh, producing Skull Bunnies? Uh, Was it always intended to be a hardbound uh, volume? No, actually, it started out as a uh, as, as a toy, as a concept for a toy, because I was really into collecting like, kid robot and like Kubrick uh, stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, but eventually, I wanted to like explain what the toy came from. So that's when I started making comics as a companion piece to the toy. Oh, okay. Planning on producing like a, a wider variety line uh, of of the toy, or uh, you, it was just a, a, a one-off sort of thing, and, and the story you felt like gave the toy more depth. Um, the story gave the toy more depth, but in turn, I got more interested in telling more stories. Yeah. So the the toys kind of went to the wayside, and as I focused more on telling more stories with the characters. Yeah, and I definitely think toys and comics go pretty well together, not just. Uh, in like the mass production Marvel DC sort of way, but I've known several um, comic artists who also just dabble in producing uh, toys. Um, so, what was uh, your, your background? Um, was in was in toys originally? Oh, no, it was always comics. Okay, okay. So, what started me into the uh, uh, what inspired me to become a comic artist was the Ninja Turtles. I was yeah. a fan of the cartoon series, but in like. Uh, I think a lot of people um, uh, of, of our generation have been inspired by Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, so, I mean, just as a quick aside, what do you think of the, the new series? Uh, the cartoon? Or the yeah, the, the cartoon or the comic. I haven't gotten a chance to watch the new cartoon. Okay. But I appreciate how, like, it's staying true to the, like, it's kind of, like, the original cartoon series was pretty corny and kind of cheesy. Yeah. Actually, the first, like, uh, the first five episodes was awesome. And then later on, it got really cheesy. Yeah, it's it's not as serious as like the the most recent movie, which and I knew a lot of people from our generation who were very disappointed in that. Oh no! But, um, <laughs> oh really? Okay, I haven't seen it yet. So was it? I mean, sure, the nose and the, the aesthetics, the physical aesthetics of the turtles changed, but I, I don't know. I got used to it. The personality is really like uh, the, like the way the the personality of the characters of the turtles really just really stood out. I think they did a great job in that. The story, like yeah, the story is ridiculous. It's about rich people trying to get so can you tell me a little bit about the process you went through to uh, make a toy? Did you know people um, in that industry at the time? Or you just kind of kind of started fiddling with uh, materials? So what ended up happening was uh, I had a really good friend. She was a, a toy maker, like a stuffed plushy toy maker. Yeah. And I always like uh, admired how she made uh, plush toys. And then uh, people always ask, uh, you know, the school boys, like, uh, when the school is going to be like a plush toy or something like that. 
with the sewing machine or oh, no no I'm not I'm not very talented with a sewing machine. Uh, you can only like take two pieces of fabric and sew them together and make a flat. Yeah. <laughs> to get that this dimension I would uh, yeah I've never I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah. know where to begin. So I actually like just uh, found a company online. Yeah. The internet has everything. <laughs> it's like the matrix. <laughs> okay. And, um, I just provided there with a turnaround which is like front, back and side view. Yeah. talking about the Comics Art Museum a little bit. Can you tell me about your experience with getting your work into that? Oh, so uh, one of my good friends, Debbie Huey, she's a comic book artist that makes a bumper book. She's actually right there. Okay. Um, she, um, she was approached by one of the, uh, the curator at the Cartier Art Museum to, know, to like, uh, for any suggestions for, like, uh, indie spotlights. Awesome. And so she, um, Exciting. I, I haven't actually made it out to the Comics Art Museum yet. It's been on my list uh, to do in San Francisco. Oh, but I was I was excited when I saw your work was in there. Not necessarily because I'm that familiar with it, but because you had more of an anime sort of style. So I was like, not only does this museum actually have comic books and comic pages, but they're willing to accept something that's like obviously intended for commercial consumption and not just some fine art pedestal, essentially. Oh, yeah. I think the Carpentry Art Museum just, like, just wants to, like... Uh, Tell me um, uh, your experiences with Ape. How long have you been coming here? Um, off and on since I, get, I believe 2002. <laughs> okay, oh, wow. Several years now. I mean, there may have been like uh, a few years where I've taken a break. Uh, so it's just uh, a convention that you've been hitting regularly yeah. since then? It's like the only convention where I feel like uh, as an independent comic book artist, I just, I just feel like I belong here. see that your fans know you're going to be here the general audience knows what to expect and like your work your your class of work is accepted at this convention i hope so <laughs> well it seems to be i've seen quite a bit of anime inspired things and no one walks by and like gives it skunk face or anything in fact i've seen a lot of people get very excited about it so even if it's not fan art even if it's original artwork that they might not recognize that, uh, i struggle with that uh <laughs> no, because the image. I love the image in the beginning, but later it just got ridiculous. And then right now, image is great because they're publishing a bunch of like a special stuff that like are in the right? Yeah. So, and then I got into manga, and then I really love like um, the, the, the pacing and the, and the subject matter in manga that you don't get here. So I just love comics in general. Yeah. Uh, and then I hopefully my, my style tried to encompass both worlds. Because when I started drawing, a lot of people said, oh, it's just like uh, you're. Just an American trying to 
happens a lot on the East Coast. It's a war between like, the two like, audiences. Like, they don't, one people think I'm not good enough to be like, anime, and one people think, oh, you're too anime. Like, where do I go? <laughs> Did you get that same experience when approaching editors, or have you talked to many editors? Uh, a lot of editors like, got um, rejected my work in the beginning. Based, okay, based on your anime influences? Okay. Yeah. I'm not a very good artist. I, it took me a long time to get to this Okay. And that's the thing. People might get discouraged when they first start out because uh, you don't have perspective yet. Yeah. You, when you start out, you, you're, you're drawing and you probably think, oh, if you think it's the best you've ever done, then you think everyone might think that's the best. But it's not true. You have to like, you have to like, you have to really work hard at it. And over the years, you'll get perspective. You have to look back at your work and compare it to what you do now and be honest with yourself. If it's changed, then, you know, is it a good change, a bad change? Are you happy with it? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of to practice constantly. Yeah. Not everyone is just talented in art naturally. I mean, some people are. Yeah. If you're not, then you got to work at it. Well, I think either way you have to work because, yeah. I mean, if an editor sees that you can't produce work regularly, then they're not going to give you a job, even if you are quite skilled. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I've noticed you've built quite a brand around Skull Bunny. Um, I was wondering if you'd plan on continuing that into the future, uh, as having that as, like, your um, main icon and the representation of Ben Sato, or if you... Uh, at the moment, I want to just... I want to because it's fun. It's like... I'm yeah, it's definitely several, recognizable. I had several, like, stories that I showed up with. I had, like, these grandiose ideas. And, you know, at first, I, I, you get, like, all pumped up. Okay, I'm going to draw. After, like, a few issues, I'm so tired. <laughs> I don't know if this is exhausting because it's so hard to tell an epic story by yourself. So, Skullman was, was an exercise, actually. Um, like I said in the beginning, it was, like, to supplement my toy. But, um, but it became a good exercise in, like, this, uh, doing, like, uh, small, for someone who's considering coming to Ape or tabling at Ape for the first time? Oh yeah, just, um, just, just be passionate about what you do. <laughs> okay, uh, and where could we find your work online? Um, you can follow me on Tumblr or Instagram. Just uh, look up Ben Cito. Or um, if you have Facebook, uh, just look up Scoban on Facebook. Alright, well thank you Ben Cito. I hope you have a good Ape. Thanks for listening to Up and Conning Artist. A video version is available on the Natasoup YouTube channel, along with some convention recaps. And if you wouldn't mind, please consider supporting Becky Hilburn by contributing to her Patreon, or checking out her Tiny People comic at 7inchkara.com and wherever books are sold.